the show it's your boy lewis and it's your boy gibby what's going on here we are for another episode today's music intro was by Emon, and the song is called effort effort don't want you back i dedicate that to pk subin mr subin because he is now on the other side and he is our enemy and effort we don't want you back yes maybe we do want him back but whatever i just thought that that was appropriate Okay. So, today is uh, Valentine's Day, Gibbs. Good for love. I want to wish a happy Valentine's Day to my beautiful lady. I want to wish a happy V-Day to you, Gibby. And uh, a happy V-Day to P.K. Subban for uh, giving us the puck so much last Saturday. Yes, so I thought I'd uh, show him some love, you know. Because when people give you things, you should return the favor. Fair enough. So, uh, we're spending Valentine's Day together. Candles are lit. <laughs> Dinner's in the oven. Yeah. We're doing it. <laughs> uh, okay. So, getting into business. What's going on in the sports world? Oh, uh, you know. Uh, I want to start off with Eugenie Bouchard, Sports Illustrated Pictures. Fire. Did you see it? You like it? She's, uh, she's quite the looker. She is a babe. She's a babe. She's Terry at tennis. Not very good tennis player <laughs> anymore. She, she like she ri- she rode that wave for as long as she could, but like I think now people are figuring out she's not that good anymore. But yeah. she she looks great, so props to her on that. Uh, Jack Eichel, out again, Yee. four to six yeah. weeks with a high ankle sprain, but this time it's his right ankle. The guy's got weak last, ankles. Yeah, last week, last year. It was, was early in the season. Left one, right? Yeah, it was his left. Now it's his right. Same thing too. High ankle sprain. Wasn't yeah, it? so weird. He's got to. He's got to. Uh, you know, he's got to do some. Uh, Drink some milk. Yeah, he's got to stand on his tippy ankle toes. braces. Walk around on your tippy toes. That, that'll do it, man. I'm telling Something. you. So, you know, I feel bad because this kid really at the All Star game, I really got to see his true talent. He's a good player. He is a good player. He's, he's just got a nice buried shot too. in Buffalo, like they where players go to die. Give it time. I like. I like what they're doing there. Yeah, hopefully they turn around. I really feel like they need to start giving this guy some players because this kid is good. He's Waste a good talent. talent. You really got to see that on Showcase at the All-Star Game. So uh, we wish him a quick recovery. And yes. there was a trade. Okay. The Sens. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What do you think? Well, the trade was Dion Phaneuf and Nate Thompson for Marion Gabrick and Drew Shore. Um, basically, oh, and the Sens also retained 25% of the Dion Phaneuf salary. Um, so that being said, the Sens save roughly 5.5 mil in real cash, not salary cap, real cash. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's good for the organization, but the trade towards like in the hockey aspect and cap room, not much there for Ottawa. Um, yeah, LA, it was weird. It's kind yeah. of a weird trade. LA acquires a good, de- not a good D-man, a, a decent D-man for a, a de- for a, a playoff push. Yeah, I don't mind Fanuf as like a third-pairing guy, but he is expensive. But at yeah. least they got them to 
eat some salary, so that helps, yeah. right? So, I mean, I think uh, better for LA here. Yeah. I don't, Ottawa, I don't really get it, but hey, I guess if, if you can get rid of a contract like that, but then you get an, a, a terrible contract back, I don't know. It's there's weird, rumor, there's weird rumors trade. that Gabrick might retire after this year, but we'll see. Well, if he we'll retires, see. that's beauty for them, right? Yeah, well, they, yeah. We'll see. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, and then... A uh, couple quick, upsets. Quick, uh, quick Olympic, yeah. Olympic hockey couple review. couple upsets so today. So men started today. Yeah. Wow, already some yeah. upsets. And I, I figured that this is going to kind of be a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> With without the with the NHL athletes not participating, I think we're going to see a lot more upsets this year. Yeah, um, that that was, I, yeah, it's kind of expected. The, yeah. the favorites are no longer the favorites. No, trust it's me. just like everybody's on an even playing ground now. The the women haven't lost either, so that's a positive thing. Can, Canadian women, mm-hmm. so they're uh, undefeated. So hopefully, it's it's going to be competitive. The the women's side, I think, will be pretty competitive. I think the men's side will be a little less predictable. It's going to be tough, but I'll, yeah. I'm. Uh, well, I'm not going to be able to watch them, but I'm excited to see the results of Canada. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what happens there. All right, so that's pretty much it for now. That so let's get said. into the show. All right, so we're obviously going to start with Montreal versus Nashville game review. I think we should start there. That's a great starting yeah, point. For sure. So how did you feel about the game? Um, I really liked the, the pace of the game. The Habs were transitioning very well. Um, probably one of the best transition games that they've had in a while. Yeah, I agree. Um, defensively, like usual, shaky at times. Uh, one of their goals was leaving Hartnell alone after Price made a good effort save. Yeah. Um, couldn't get back to the second save, and no one picked Hartnell up, so he just buried. Offensively, we played very well, I felt. Um, having 49 shots against Rene. Uh, who had a spectacular game, wow, by the way. he was just <laughs> He was unreal. lights out. Um, unreal. So as usual, the Habs were unlucky and couldn't score. Despite a very comfortable game, despite a very comfortable and game-stealing Rene, um, I think the Habs on, the, on any other day would have won that game had, the, had Rene not been locked in. But we ended up sneaking out a point with Druen tying the game on a last-minute goal. Um, then OT was exciting, seeing Galchenyuk I thought he really dominated uh, for a pretty big portion of the yeah, extra that, period. That was a killer shift. That was a yeah. real killer shift. And then uh, came the shootout. Um, yeah. Where <laughs> for some reason we continue to use patches. Don't get it. Um, I don't think patches should be shooting. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I agree. No one scored except for uh, Ellis, and Nashville stole the extra point from us. Yeah. Sucked, but hey, whatever. Yeah, I, I like it was a great game to watch. Don't, don't it was. You know, it was. Uh, and I feel like we had a couple of these games this year where the team got up for the occasion, right? Yeah. And it was been it been against some of the better teams, like you know Colorado. They got up against. Uh, they killed the beat. Uh, finished their uh, winning streak. Ended mm-hmm. their winning streak. Um, I mean, meaningful hockey can do a lot for a team. Okay, and I think that that's one of the issues with the Habs team. They figured out pretty quickly in this season that when Carey Price isn't playing well, they suck. Yeah. You know? And they also figured out that they didn't have a team to compete, you know? Mm-hmm. Right? Th- that's, that's what they figured out early, and I really feel like that, that's what killed their confidence. Um, you see what this team can do when there is something to play for. 
You know, in this case, in this game in particular, it was pride. I think they yeah. were playing for pride. They really wanted to win this game. Um, I love the game. We've seen some uh, beautiful things from Sherby and Chucky. Wow. Really nice to watch. Mete and Petrie, I thought, looked good. Freaking even Carl Alsner yeah. stood up a guy at yeah. center right. So I was like, it's, I had to rewatch that. I literally rewinded and watched that three times. I had to make sure it was Carl Alsner or if it, was, you know, it wasn't somebody else wearing his jersey. <laughs> Stunt I swear. double. Like, who is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, three on three, I thought Claude put the best players out there for sure. Yeah. Gave it to, I think he started with like Mete, Chucky, and. I forget who he started. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was it was nice to see him put confidence in, in the young guys. And I agree with you 100%. The shootout selection just boggles my mind. Yeah. I think uh, your one-two should be Drew and Galchenyuk for sure. And then whoever. Max Pacioretty sucks at yeah. the shootout. Like, get that through your head, Claude. He sucks. I'll, you know, Byron, Chucky, Drewen, Sherback even, Houdon, whoever. Somebody. Somebody else, anybody except him. Even Placanish once upon a time wasn't bad at the shootout, but now he's just going to shoot at the goalie's chest. So yeah. don't <laughs> put him out there. But yeah, no. Like, I think they got to learn their lesson. Pacioretty, no more. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? I would like to see Galley. Why not put Galley out there? Imagine if, if you know Gallagher scored the winning goal yeah. in that in the shootout with all the right. Imagine that, right? Yeah, there'd be a whole different conversation going on the next day. That's for sure. Oh, 100%. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm not mad we lost. I'm not because mm. this is exactly what I want to see for the rest of the year. Let the youth finish the season, play exciting hockey. I, I, results don't really matter. Building for the future does. So yeah, I thought it was a good game. And uh, I hope to see more like that. Yeah. Okay, so obviously kind of still staying on this topic. P.K. Subban versus Brendan Gallagher. Yeah. Give me your thoughts on this newly developed feud. We all thought it was Pacioretty. Huh? But it wasn't. Honestly, I <laughs> I don't even get why this is being like why this is such an issue amongst fans. Realistically, Gallagher was frustrated after a loss, and four out of five questions were regarding Subban, who was one of the worst, if not the worst, players on the ice. Yeah, he, he had a terrible he had game, a bad game. Um, it's time for fans to move on. I see tweets about Subban all the time, and. It just it bothers the hell out of me. It's like, oh look, Subban has sixteen points in three games. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. I miss the guy. Like, the guy's a quality player, but it's been almost two years since the trade. It's uh, it's time to get over it and move on. I I I do like that. There's a little bit of a rivalry between the two teams now. That's building up, um, and it sucks that we don't play them as often, but. Uh, the whole feud between the two guys, it's just, it's whatever to me. It's something that's just, and we'll talk about it next topic, is like the whole media just blowing it out of proportion. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, it's a bullshit thing. Uh, yeah, but you know what, I, this is what hockey needs. A true rivalry, okay? Those two games now against the Preds will be the most watched games. Like, it's going to be huge. Yeah. It's like going to be like the Leafs, the Bruins, and Preds. Now these guys have become... Must win games. Where in past years nobody cared about the <laughs> when we played the Prince. Yeah. So I, I love it. Um, I had no problem with the, the way Galley responded. No. Uh, I, I you know I go to bat for him. Uh, 
he was fresh off a loss yeah. in a hard-fought game. They asked him three questions about PK. Like, come on, man. What do you, how do you expect? Like, dude, you want, do you want to talk to PK? Go talk to PK. Seriously. I'm sure he loves talking about himself, which is true. Uh, I love the way Galley played. I love the way the really team game. played. I, he scored. You know, the only thing I wish was I wish that he actually hit Subban on that play instead of missed him, right? Yeah. That would have been beauty if he hit him, you know? And, again, like, I, I agree with you, too. Listen, I love Subban. I do. I loved him. I'm sad he's gone, but he's gone. Yeah. That's it. He's gone. I don't care about his stats. I don't care about the Preds. I don't care what he wears or what he eats for dinner. He's no longer a hab. Therefore, I don't cheer for him anymore. Okay? My Subban jersey is buried deep away in storage. Okay? Probably smells like mothballs. Like, I swear. <laughs> I threw yeah. it away. Like, just buried that thing. Okay? Listen. I support my squad, the Montreal Canadiens. Lots of players will come and go, lots of coaches as well. But that logo on that shirt, it does not change. Exactly. Okay? I go to bat for my players, not anybody else. I respect Zuban. He's a hell of a talent. He really is. But he's on the other team now. Okay? That makes him the enemy. So go, Habs, go. Boom. It's time for y'all to just forget it. You can like Subban, fine. But when it comes to our team, if you call yourself a true Habs fan, you support our squad. Exactly. Through thick and thin. Don't think you could just jump on when we start winning again. It's not the way it works. Nope. Okay. Uh, I feel, you all right? Yeah, I feel better now. That's, That's good. good. I had to, get that. I had to get that through, man. Yeah, there was a lot of frustrating, frustrating things to see. Yeah. On social media over the past yeah, few like, days. It was just terrible. I, I got, so, uh, like... Andrew Berkshire is about catching on fall. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I tweeted out Eric Angles. Like everybody, just everybody just pissed like, me off. Shut so up. That everybody. moves into our next topic here. So, yeah. media versus the Habs. Why does it seem like the media is against the team? Like it really does. What can the organization do to fix this? Honestly, I think the media is just, they just, ex- they exaggerate everything. Like, the whole Gallagher thing, completely blown out of context. It's a hockey city, okay? It's a big market city. I don't think it will change. And to be honest, I don't think the organization can do anything about it. Because if they do something about it, the media will say something about that action. For example, if the organization says, okay, you guys are only allowed to talk to the players after the games. <clears throat> or before, or whatever. Never before. The media will might... T- Turn it around. They're going to pull a Ryan Rashog and cry. Yeah, they'll, and they'll, they'll turn around <laughs> and say, oh, the Habs can't focus before the game with the media asking questions. Are there underlying issues that the Habs are trying to hide? It's, it's honestly, it's just, it's media in the Habs. It is what it is. Players got to deal with it. You know, like, everybody know, knows that in Montreal. The, the way media, to deal with it is to get results. Right now they're not getting it. That's what makes it harder, right? Yeah, exactly. Um... So, I don't know, like, the players kind of know when you come to Montreal, you kind of have to just deal with the bullshit, but just focus on playing well, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, okay, look, you, nowadays you really got to block out the negativity. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of young reporters out there, a lot of, of things, bloggers, all this stuff, right? These guys are trying to make a name for themselves. Clickbait, all that stuff, it's all huge, right? You want the greasy story. 
You want the yeah. drama. You that's what people are going to want to read. They're not going to want to read all the Habs uh, change lines at practice. Right? <laughs> Nobody gives yeah. a shit about that. Uh, so shock value. But I think that you know it's easy to. With social media and all that stuff, it's easy to get your terrible opinion out there. And a lot of their opinions are terrible. Um, But I think that it's up to the organization to fix this problem. I think they need to build a relationship, throw the media a bone every once in a while, keep them happy. You know, like back in the day, you know, when the gangsters used to pay off the cops, something like that, right? I think they need to work with them more. If you look like a team, look at a team like New England, for example, like they keep the media under, like, like, yeah, it's like they work for the team. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. And a lot of organizations do this. And I feel like Montreal, sh- instead of making the media their enemy, should try and get them on their side. OK. Um, it sounds like literally like it's been poisonous lately. Yeah. Right. And I know you're never going to stop bad press because it's going to happen, especially when the team's not doing well. But y- you have to find a way to try and control it. OK. Mm-hmm. And it's better to have them on your side. And right now, it's very, very bad. You know, y- you don't need people kicking you while you're down. Yeah. And that's what's happening right now. The media is kicking the Habs while they're down. So I think that it's up to them to form a better relationship with the media. I don't know what they can do if it's exclusive interview, more exclusive interviews, or you know, break some trades here and there. You got, you want, especially the big media outlets. You want them on your side. Yeah. And. Uh, if they can do more, you know, more things like that, you know, you're never going to stop. At the end of the day, they're going to call out what, if it's there, they're going to have to talk about it, of mm-hmm. course, right? But now, you don't. what you want to try and avoid is them making something into something it's not, because that's what you can avoid, Yeah. right? Turning a story into something it doesn't have to be turned into, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's what I'm just trying to get at. So I think, hey... Take them out to uh, Gibby's Steakhouse or whatever it is, yeah. you know. Uh, Beauty spot. You know, buy them, you know, better media meals in the box. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I don't know yeah. what it is, man. Grease them up, boys. Just do something. Grease them up, man. You know, buy out Carl Alsner and donate his money to the media. I don't know, right? <laughs> Not a bad idea. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask you a quick question here. Well, not a quick question, obviously. I don't know why I said quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, right? And I know you, you get your business done quick, don't you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, so if a GM asked, okay, because trade deadline is approaching, so these scenarios might pop up. Mm-hmm. Which one of these Habs players would you be okay trading in a package Okay, a package for a top six center or a top two D-man. So I'm going to give you two different scenarios here. Okay. I'm going to give you three players. I want you to choose one of those players, which one you're willing to give up out of the three, and tell me why. Okay. Okay, so scenario one, let's say GM calls you up. You got Sherback, Lekkanen, Hudon. He wants one of these in the deal, one of these players. Who are you choosing? Um, I, um, I think I'd be willing to sacrifice Hudon. Um. Sherback, I wouldn't want to trade because I f- still feel he hasn't fully reached his poten- potential. He's um, he's the youngest of all three. Uh, Lekkanen, I think, is the most untouchable of the three. His uh, two-way play, alongside with his offensive potential, is too much to give up in my eyes. And if you're in rebuild mode, finding a player that is a successful two-way player like himself, it's hard to come by. Plus, um, I was thinking of it kind of Nothing against Houdon at all. 
not saying he's it's just kind of like process of elimination. Yeah, yeah. Plus um who don't success in recent years at the AHL level can be a bargain chip to increase his value. Yeah, and he's he he showed that he can play in this league. Yeah, he's a good player. He he's he showed that he's a valuable player on a team. On a good team, I think he really could help you surround him with mm-hmm. some good players. And he's my choice as well. Yeah. Um and don't think that we're saying we should trade Houdon. I'm no, just giving a couple scenarios. Just because at the end of the day, remember, people, if you want to get stuff, you have to give up stuff. And right now, prospect pool is not that deep. Maybe some of these younger players might be the, the chip that we need yeah. packaged with other things. So, yeah, Houdon for sure. Um, obviously, Lekkonen's got the best two-way game. I feel like he's the most valuable out of the three. Yeah. I agree with you there. And the size, skill, and potential of Sherback is it's more promising. I didn't even touch on the size of Sherback. Yeah, either, like he's, he's yeah, big, sure. he's strong, he's smooth. Yeah. I feel like, wow, there's, I just watching him play now is just like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. He looks so good out there. I'm, I'm really happy... Like it's nice. I just I want him to finish strong and just have a great, you know, end of the season here. So, yeah, out of the three, he uh, it's gonna be Houdon for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I don't I don't want to give him up, but I would be willing if we can get a top center and let's say it will take Houdon a prospect and a pick. I, probably not gonna be the case, but no. if 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 it were to take that, I would be okay with that. Yeah, of course. So now the second scenario would be Gallagher, Galchenyuk, Druen. One of those three. Included. This one was tougher for me. Um, but I went with Gallagher as much as it pained me to say it. Um, I love Gallagher. But uh, I'm not willing to give up on Chucky. Uh, I still think he's got what it takes to become a very dominant player in the league. Drouin is a dynamic player. Needs to work on a few things. But I really like uh, Drouin and what he brings to the table. And he could become a superstar in the league down the road. I feel like Gallagher also brings a lot of value to the table with his character. Gallagher's downfall is he's always in the dirty areas, which is a good thing if you're, if he's on the team, but with being in the dirty areas comes risk of injury and we saw it with his when he broke his hand and he's uh well, also if you uh take a slap shot from Shea Weber too yeah. it causes injury. Yeah. <laughs> um he's got a manageable contract. And his uh, successful season, despite a bads ha- a, a bads a bad Habs team right now, is something that might bring a little bit of valuable value to his name. Jesus, I can't speak. <laughs> so I went with Gallagher. Yeah, me too. Out of the three, Chucky, Druen, Gallagher, definitely it would be Gallagher. I know he's a heart and soul guy. He's a leader, but this team needs more skill. Can't teach uh, heart. And you know, I know he's gritty, but I don't think we need grit. We need more skill. If 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 that piece could get us a center or a top D man. Yeah. All right. It's it's Galley over Chucky or Drew, and because For sure. at the end of the day, you can't get better choosing skill. I mean, grit over skill. You no. Can't, Especially right? in the new age NHL. And I love Galley, but and I'm not saying he has zero skill. I'm not saying that. Amongst the three. But yeah, amongst the three, there's no comparison, right? No. Uh, but again, in in an ideal world, you wish to keep. All these players, but it doesn't work like that. You got to give up, right? And what I did here is I paired them up. These are all wingers, even though Drew and, and Chucky, well, Chucky's on the wing now, and even though Drew and's playing center, these are all wingers. Yeah. And I feel like if you're going to make a trade for a center, you're probably going to trade a team that, you know, wants wingers, right? Yeah, of course. Edmonton, or there's other teams, of course. So now our two choices, let's say Hudon Gallagher, 
Would you be willing to package those two, maybe a pick, whatever it takes, for your top top two D-man or top six center? Package the two of them. So, for example, like let's say if you package those two, Houdon and Gallagher for Oliver ekman Larson, would you do that trade? Um, Oliver ekman Larson. I'd... Think I As an w- example, right? Yeah, I, I think I would be okay with it if the package that we sent is also okay. So it had to be it would have to be Oliver Ekman Larson and not like a high end prospect center, but a low end prospect center. Yeah, you're never gonna get that because Oliver Ekman Larson by himself is already worth a lot. So you would have to give Houdon Gallagher and plus to get No, it'd to be Houdon him. Gallagher plus so I'll say who down Gallagher and a prospect for and and a first for Ekman Larson and uh, so like a young son or a young center not not too much potential like, but yeah, like a, a decent player low and quality. then and then but uh, you'd be like willing to fifth. part with those two players yeah I would yeah like so like what about McDonough let's say McDonough uh, yeah I'd be willing to trade Scott Gomez for McDonough <laughs> again <laughs> yeah. um uh, McDonough I don't know. I don't know. He's a lefty, right? He's left-handed. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I chose the two lefties that kind of jump out to me. I think I'm not really. There's nothing really on that trade bait list that. Yeah. Looks good in my. I think it would. I don't know about both. I think honestly, I think we can give up Gallagher, a prospect, and a first for McDonough. I don't think McDonough's as valuable as. No, did you see the asking price? They want a lot. For McDonough? Yeah. Really? It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, they want just like almost the same as uh, Pacioretty. Jesus. That's huge. Well, I, I I, don't think I would be willing to give it up. Yeah. I don't I don't think so. Okay, what about R&H, like an R&H no. type player? No. No? So no. <coughs> I, I'm not, so I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of R&H. He could be a top, he could be, on our team for sure, he's he's a second line. He'll be our first line center, really, and he's a real, he's a good centerman. I like RNH. I would be willing to part with Gallagher for an RNH. We've spoke about yeah, this on yeah, the yeah. podcast. But not for both. What about a Derek Broussard who became available? <laughs> Honestly, no. Yeah, I'm not like okay, I like Derek Broussard. If we were to be able to get that guy for cheap, I would take him. Yeah. I, I'm but no. I'll talk about it after because <laughs> it's actually one of my it's my tweet of the week. Oh yeah? Yeah. Um with uh De- about Derek Broussard. But oh, yeah. yeah. Um he's a good player. He's good. For for both of those guys, no, and they're a- and they're asking price too is through the roof, yes. which I'm going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so all right, so either way, I th- I think if trade deadline day comes, I'd be willing to part with Houdon, Gallagher, Pacioretty's, yeah, those kind of guys, and we're gonna get and we're gonna talk about more trade possibilities and stuff like that coming in closer next week, closer to the next to the thing. Uh, okay, moving on, it's time for. Do you have the answers? I got a bad feeling yeah. about this. I don't know. We'll okay, see. so this one is uh, another Olympic-related question. Mm-hmm. Which of these new Olympic sport ideas would you like them to add to the games? And obviously, I came up with these myself. So. Yeah. So if you like them, yeah, I came up with them. <laughs> uh, so A... It's a hundred meter dash in the snow, so it's kind of like running, except you're running in. It's like a hundred meter dash, except you're running in the snow. Yeah. So obviously it slows you down big time. You just 
you know, risk of falling and slipping, right? So there, that's one. That's A. B, uh, backwards skating. But this is like in a straight line. But basically mm-hmm. kind of like same concept on ice, but you're skating backwards. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's say a 100-meter dash skating backwards or the, you know, straight yeah. line, skating, race, you skate backwards. That's B. C, snowshoe marathon. You just trek through the mountains in snowshoes, right? Yeah. You, got like, you got a certain distance. You go uphill, downhill, and in your snowshoes. And then D, the snowball shot put. That was weak. <laughs> that one was weak. I'm just going to sh- say that. That was okay, probably no, the weakest we would, of the four. We would have, like, custom-made Snowball shot puts, <laughs> snowballs. Okay. Listen to what you're saying. <laughs> Custom made and then, like, snowballs. Yeah, like, we, like somebody would design them out of snow and like a machine. They'd, they'd pack it together. Jesus. And you'd have to throw it like shot put style as far as you can. No. <laughs> That's the weakest one. Um, I tried my best. I thought, of, I thought of these all myself. Yeah. Good job. I went with A, 100 meter dash in the snow. Um, I think that would be... F- That'd be pretty funny to see. <laughs> Although all of them, to be honest, actually, I like the snowshoe marathon. That would be pretty funny to <laughs> yeah, see as well. Just watching them trek up mountains in their snowshoes. Yeah, but I feel like seeing people like gallop in the snow, running 100 meters so hard with like all their might would be the funniest. And um, the athletes definitely would never be able to skip leg day. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I think Usain Bolt would die. Yeah, like think <laughs> about it. The <laughs> amount of leg power and core power that would entail would probably have... They like the athletes themselves would have like tree trunk legs, but like small upper bodies. So this came to me because the other day I was hanging out in the garage, and a friend of mine, Steve, he ran Scuba. in the snow from yeah. his house to my house. He lives on my street, and he was dead tired when he got here, and he was running so slow, right? <laughs> so I thought, man, imagine they had the hundred meter dash in the snow. It takes so a lot. That's of what you. inspired this question. So yeah, I'm happy you chose it. Hey, what would you do? <laughs> Yeah, I like the 100-meter dash in the snow. Yeah, backward skating sucked. Uh, snowshoe marathon <laughs> for sure. I think the snowball shot put is great. I don't know <laughs> no, why. <man. laughs> I want to see how far these guys can throw a snowball. Yeah. Okay, maybe you have can hit It'd targets. Have to be, maybe oh, you can hit targets. Yeah, okay. Kind of like an archery. Kind of like archery type of thing. Except with snowballs. Yeah, that, okay. Just, that would be okay. Maybe that one's better? Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that, that one. one. Okay. Okay, uh, moving on now. It's time for the tweets of the week. What you got? I got one from, uh, like we were talking about earlier, from Pierre Lebrun. He said, uh, the Senators talking to teams about Derek Broussard. Price is believed to be a first-round pick, top prospect, plus third piece. Broussard has another year left on his deal next season at $5 million, although it's three point five in real cash. I'm just going to read out <laughs> Derek Broussard's stats for the year. Yeah. Right now, he has 52 games played, 14 goals, 16 assists. In his career, he's only hit over 20 goals, which was in 2015, 2016, when he had 27 goals. And the asking price for a guy like him is a first prospect and then plus. Yeah, it's absurd. So it had me thinking, like, if that's his asking price, what's the asking price for Patches? A guy who's a proven don't I get it. Broussard has a little he's bit a more center too. He has more a little valuable. bit more valuable value to him because he's a center. But a proven thirty plus goal scorer and still got a cap hit of four point five for one more year. Yeah. Like no, nah, but listen, 
Come we on. have to keep in mind too that this is just a starting point. Yeah, but right, he's never gonna get that. But it's 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 a starting point. You I always start ridiculous. high. Yeah, it is ridiculous, but you start I don't think, high. Uh, like a top prospect plus a first, dude. Well, remember last year when Radulov said he wanted like eight years, eight million or whatever it was. Yeah, he was like smoking that? rock. <laughs> remember that report, yeah. right? He never got that. But that's where you start. You start high, and then you you get brought down a bit. I don't think he'll get that, but. I think he'll get a decent amount, but I still he's still I think he could be a good on a good team, a decent second line center. Yeah. Um which guy? Mine is <laughs> Tony Marinero and a guy. Okay, so basically some guy tweeted at Tony Marinero said, Hey, Tony, I'm going to Italy this September and would love to watch a live football game. Recommendations. Uh Tony Marinero says, Yes, take a flight to England and go watch a BPL game. Cheers. <laughs> like what? The, and th- the comment below is hilarious. He's like, so helpful. I'm going to the province of Quebec in Canada this summer. Yeah, take a flight to see the sharks in San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so helpful. He's going to Italy. He wants to watch a yeah. game in Italy. This guy's like, yeah, like fly to England. Yeah. <laughs> and go watch a game there. Thanks. And cheers. It's like, I think Tony's been off his rocker lately. Something's wrong with him. I stopped listening to his show and everything. I, I, I don't listen to... The show I listen to the morning show once in a while, sometimes the afternoons, but uh, I've stopped listening to his show. I don't, I don't. He, it, the, the loss, the Habs, he's a little cuckoo. Deflation cuckoo. has lost his uh, marbles. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to take a break and then we'll get back into the second part of the show. Be right back. Hi, I'm Lewis. And hi, I'm Gibby. And together, we are Hab Listen. Do you need something to listen to on the go? Do ya? Well, do we have something for you. Subscribe to Have a Listen, the podcast on iTunes. A new episode will be available on Wednesday nights almost every week. Wow, every week, Gibby? Well, not every week, but almost. Oh, but what if I don't have an iPhone? No problem. You don't say. Tell me more, Gibby. Have a Listen is also available on SoundCloud, which could be accessed at allhabs.net. Wow, that's amazing. Yes, it is, Lewis. Yes, it is. Have a listen. The podcast. Here they come. The boys in the bright white sports car. Waving their arms in the air. Who do they think they are? And we're back. Hey. Back at it again. Yeah, what's up, guys? Okay, so quick thoughts. Uh, Brian Elliott, he was injured. He's out four to six weeks for Philly. Mm-hmm. More goaltending issues there. I mean, a few other teams need goalies. With Fucali and McNiven and the emergence of Caden Primu, would you be willing to trade Lindgren away? If it Just uh, got a new contract. Yeah, it's a one-way. Yeah, so what do you think? Um... I'd trade Lindgren. Why not? It depends. It depends what it can bring and how much value he really truly yeah, has. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if Philly... Obviously, Philly might not want to take a risk on an unproven guy. They probably would want... I think a guy like Niemi or there's a few other goalies in the league. Yeah. Backups, uh, Mrazek, a few other guys out there. 
Uh, I think that would probably be a better option. But you never know because they got to think about the future too, right? Yeah, exactly. Is Brian Elliott going to be their future or other teams? There's there's probably some people who need a goalie. Uh, I don't want to see Lindgren go, but I think that it's definitely a an asset that you need to flex for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that I just thought about, and I don't think I don't think a lot of people are giving this much attention. Can you know Paul Byron? Can he be an everyday center in the league? I don't know. He's been playing center. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, he's done he's a not pretty yeah, he's done a pretty ha- half decent job out there. Can he's our he? top center. We don't need a top center. <laughs> Let's go. No, but can he be like a third line, second line center at times? You think he he's po- capable of doing that? The fact that we're trying wingers at center just goes know, to show ridiculous. how bad we need a center. Um, ridiculous. Keep Byron on the wing, man. Let's get a center and keep him on the wing. Yeah, I, I think so. And and if you notice, too, since he's been to center, he's been good at center, but I feel like produ- obviously his, his production, production goes yeah, down. His yeah. production has been down big time. So that shows a lot. Which what is but what makes center so it's good. It's good. His versatility is impressive. So I'll give him that. Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for Everybody Has a Plan Until They Get Punched in the Face. Who are you punching in the face this week, kid? Today, this week, I am punching Gary Bettman in the face. Ooh. Gary. For the simple fact that now that the Olympics are on, I notice I haven't been paying attention as much as I used to. Before Canada Games and after Canada Games, I would watch some events. Now that there's no NHL players participating, I don't really have any interest in watching the games. So now I'm not watching the events. So basically, Batman... You're doing a disservice to your country. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so basically, Batman, you're a dick for not letting the players, uh, the NHL players go represent their, com- their, com- their country. So for that, <laughs> here's this. How do you get? <laughs> uh, Who are you punching in the face, Lewis? Okay, I'm not punching someone individually, but I'm gonna line these individuals up. And anybody who went against Brendan Gallagher after his comments, yeah, take a long, long, long look in the mirror and then smash your head into it. Okay, okay. <laughs> smash your face into it. Listen. You should be embarrassed, okay? The heart and soul of this team. I know we said we would trade him, but listen, forget about that. Focus. Okay? He's the heart and soul of this team. He puts everything on the line. He battles for 60 minutes. He's a leader. He leads by example. And some Habs fans, the nerve they have to to go out there and bash him, call him childish, this and that. And and come on, people, get it together here. All right? So if you went against him, you're getting punched in the face. I'm going to bat for Galley all day, every day. And if you didn't, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> ashamed of I don't know ashamed why. Ashamed of yourself. You should be. I got a lisp all of a sudden. You should be ashamed of yourself. So take this. How do you can? All right. Uh, okay. Let's get into our second set of topics. So, speaking of all these wingers on playing center and all the craziness going on, do you don't you find it odd that 
we need a center on our team, but yet we constantly ship our centers out of town. You know, examples being David DeArnay, Lars Eller. You know, now people are calling for Plakanich. You know, Jacob De La Rose, I've heard, get rid of him, right? So what's going on with that? I wouldn't say it's odd. Uh, all those guys that you've mentioned are not top centers. Yeah, um, but now we don't even have, like, a third-line center. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many second- and third-line potential guys on the team. Those guys that you mentioned became expendable and uh, may as well ship them out while we can. JDLR, I think, is going to be someone we trade this year, and it'll, it'll be a tough pill to swallow because I th- still think he's a player that will develop into a solid top six guy once he can find the offensive ability. And we're looking. I've sent out a search team. I've, <coughs> I've put a, you know, on a milk <laughs> box, and we're looking Have everywhere. Have you seen this guy? <laughs> Have you seen his offense? We can't find it. It's, um, it's been a tough search. <laughs> <laughs> He's been stuck in limbo with the Habs. Another example of that um, is Andrew Ghetto, which is... Yeah. Alpha Getty. There you go. <laughs> um, stuck in limbo, and he seems to be have found some success playing in Colorado. Um, Not a center, though, but... No, 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 but it's just an example. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's odd, but it's definitely not good that we have all these goddamn centers and we cannot seem to muster up a decent deal or develop a drafted player. Um, I think Bergevin thinks we have uh, the real deal with Paling, though. So yeah. we shall see. <laughs> That's a long ways away. It feels weird, man. It's like we give up on players. T- like, if you look at this team now, we could use a guy like David DeArnay or Eller. Not David DeArnay. Fuck. David okay, DeArnay. but still, even David DeArnay was probably a better option than Paul Byron. I mean, I felt like David DeArnay still created more offense. He, say what you want about David DeArnay, but he actually wasn't a, that bad of a centerman. But the, it came to the point where we all wanted him gone. But I don't think we realized how shallow the center pool was right yeah um eller as well too i think eller can be a solid third line and on our team he could be a solid second line center i think for sure um right and i find it odd like i know placanich makes sense okay aging guy contracts up perfect rental type player offense is gone and i know jdlr he's been disappointing to say the least but i it's it's bringing similarities to other players like you say andre ghetto uh, giving up on players too early, then they, you put them in the right environment and they start playing. And they kind of handcuff themselves with JDLR because yeah. now he's got to clear waivers, right, to go back down. So he's kind of stuck on the team. So now he's not playing, he's not developing in Laval, and he's just sitting in the press box. Mix him in, man. Let the kid play. Yeah. Why is Byron Frey still playing? Like, okay, I know they've been great, but listen, <laughs> don't you care about your younger players and developing them? No one cares about Byron Fraze. Byron Fraze is going to be playing for the Utica Comets or whatever. He's going to be playing <laughs> the AHL next year. Like, yeah. think about your young players. And I haven't, like, JDLR hasn't been the best, but he hasn't been that bad. And I feel like they got to, if it's going to be sad to, to watch another young kid get traded who had promise. And I mean, I felt like we've been, and I know they don't want to get burned on the waiver wire again because you, you got. You lost uh, Barbario, yeah. right? Remember that? He could have yeah. been a big help to this team. You lost Davidson. Again, another guy who I thought wasn't as bad as people Maybe. thought he was. So that's another guy 
they took off waivers. I mean, I know they don't want to get burned again, so they're kind of stuck in this situation, right? Uh, they got to call Lou Lamorello. <laughs> like, <laughs> he knows how to go through these uh, these waiver things, and uh, you know, oh no, you know, he just played a game, but he's hurt, so he's going on the <laughs> IR. What? <laughs> like, dude, how do these yeah. Leafs get away with that shit? I don't know, man. Guy's mafia connected for sure. For sure. For sure. So it's weird. We we keep getting rid of centers, yet we need centers, and I don't know. I just found that a little odd. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. The good positive thing, though, is I know we do have some center prospects coming to play in Laval next season. Yeah. Like Pizzetta. There's, a, there's a f- like, a, I think, a few. And there's some good young players. Jeremiah Addison, winger, who's going to be coming. I think next year, Laval, the young talent coming in there, I think it's going to be – a good year. I think it's going to be a, a nice year where you might see a lot of talent emerge next season. So yeah. keep an eye on that. A- Addison got injured, no? Is he that did, yeah, uh, he yeah, did, okay. yeah. So he has, he's not going to play. I couldn't this remember. Year. He, he, could, he was eligible year. to play. He was going to be on the rocket. It would have been yeah. so nice to see him. He, he, he was playing pretty well. So yeah. I think next season will be a nice season to really watch the Laval Rocket. The Laval. There's a lot of young kids coming up. So we'll take, keep an eye on that. And of course, if you want, more information about the rocket. Yes. Listen to From the Press Box, a great podcast. Uh, Rick Stevens, Amy Johnson, AHL.report. Go visit there. A lot of great stuff. They'll tell you everything you need to know about the Laval Rocket. Um, okay, moving on. So I kind of take a look, and somebody asked me this question. That's why I bring this up. Uh, I know it's a different sport, right? But can you use the Cleveland Cavaliers trade deadline model as an example for like a quick turnaround at the deadline? What do you think? Um, I don't think what Cleveland did is what the Habs need to do. Right. I think the trade deadline, we're going to see guys move, but expendables like Plakanich, um, what Montreal needs to do is come deadline or leading up to the deadline Make moves that will better your roster. I think at, at deadline, you won't be getting GMs looking to make big splashes like what Bergevin needs to do. So he's got to revamp and find a top center, which I don't think you're going to acquire a top center at deadline. The deadline is more so teams looking to get that extra push for a playoff run um, sell, and the sellers getting picks. Bergevin should stay clear of that because the value of players won't be as high as if you were to move players at draft or leading up to the draft. So I think if Bergevin's going to do any big moves, it won't be at the deadline. It'll be draft or leading up to the draft, which is when he has a little bit more time to assess everything and see what route he needs to go. Yeah. And like I said, I include this because... I, I was asked this question, and I'll answer it, though. But, it, you know, in a perfect world, of course, you would love to make a few trades and a kaboom, you know, your squad looks great again, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, the difference is Cleveland is, was hanging, is hanging on to a playoff spot, so they made moves to push them to the playoffs, right? That's not the approach we need to take because the playoff hopes are done for us, right? So I think... I think, though, that a couple tweaks would make this team more competitive, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we were in a better position in the standings, a little bit closer to a wild card, I think a couple tweaks 
would probably be enough to get us into the playoffs or hang on to a playoff spot, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not the case right now. We're really far away. We still have significant injuries. We're officially out in my books anyway, right? So you make moves for next season, not this season. I right? agree. Uh, and listen, you could try to make moves for this season, but we're not going to make, you know, a miraculous 15 game winning streak after the deadline. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Uh, you know, and I think too, in basketball, two or three players make a bigger impact than in, yeah. I- than in ice hockey. Uh, yeah. Not to be confused with field hockey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why I said ice hockey. <laughs> kind of hockey. Did. It's just hockey. Hacky. Right. So Yeah. I mean, it looks crazy. Like, wow, they can do it. Anybody can do it. But yeah, different sport, uh, different situation. NHL teams can do that for sure. People who are close, couple trades here and there, couple fresh bodies. Yeah. Who asked you that question? Uh, somebody on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Well, whoever that is, they're getting punched in the face next. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. He's just joking. I don't punch. I'm a lover, not a fighter, especially on Valentine's Day. Okay. So let's move on now. It's time for Gibby of Facts. Okay. So I was reading over my first one. Gibby of Facts. Is he getting booze or is he getting claps? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So anyways, uh, carrying on. I was reading. Should I? Like, it could become offensive, my joke. Ah, fuck it. I'm just going to go with it. Okay. First one. Despite not playing basketball since high school... Bruce Jenner was drafted number 139th by the NBA's Kansas City Kings after winning the men's decathlon at the 1976 Olympics. Rumor has it that he is also being scouted for the WNBA. (laughs) 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 But that is a true fact, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a true fact. I don't make these things up. I know you don't. I know. But not, no, 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 the whole getting We should scouted. play a game called Fiction or Fact. Guess if it's real. Or not. Is Gibby lying or <laughs> is he telling the truth? Okay, what's the next one you got? Next one I thought was pretty good. Just thinking about it, like how much it would suck. A traffic jam lasted for more than 10 days with cars only moving 0.6 miles a day. Could you imagine, like, imagine being the guy in the back end of the traffic jam yeah, whose that, wife... That sucks, but you're getting booze. No, no, no. The <laughs> wife the wife made a, <laughs> a nice booze. lasagna. The wife made a, li- a nice lasagna, and he's like, uh, babe, I'm not going to make it. And then 10 days later, it shows up, and the fucking lasagna is dry and shit. Poor Still guy. getting booze. No, nah, that's beauty. <laughs> that was a terrible one. Okay. Whatever. Gibbs, it's time for the news. What kind of headlines you have today? All right, guys. Uh, if you live under a rock, the Habs inked Charlie Lindgren to a three-year con- contract extension, which will see him earn 750k per year. It's a one-way it's a great con- price. Yeah, it's a one-way contract. So looks like he may be the next backup come next season, or potentially the starter with Carey Price getting traded. Dun, dun, dun. We'll see. An article was released about Habs prospect Yannick Vulgier about him have only having 50% of his vision in his left eye. Wow. Pretty yeah, cool. That, he's, yeah. uh, he's found success at a professional level playing sports despite having vision issues. If you want to read the full article, the article is called Life Through the Lens of Yannick Vulgier. It's a pretty good read, pretty interesting stuff, and good for the kid. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Definitely a good read. 
Yeah. Uh, former Habs player Lars Eller gets a five-year, 17.5 mil cap. What? million deal, cap hit of 3.5 per year extension from the capital. Larry. Larry. Do it for Larry. Um, We might have another team. Seattle is one step closer to having an NHL team as the ownership group have successfully filed applications and the $10 million down payment. Bring back Webbeck, man. So, uh, yeah. Um, I was thinking Seattle Wolves. What do you think? I think we had a segment. Yeah, it was yeah. mine was Seattle Cup of Joe's or some shit. <laughs> or Seattle's best coffee or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I forget what mine was. Seattle. Oh yeah. Uh okay. Alex Burrow suspended ten games for a vicious knee to Taylor Hall. He says he will not appeal it. Good because yeah, he, good. everybody saw you fucking knee in the head. Duster. Um Sidney Crosby nets his four hundredth career goal finally after sitting on three hundred and ninety nine for yeah, nearly a month. Yeah. Oh, it's not as bad as uh, Thomas Placanich. <laughs> Sat on that for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, congrats, Sid. After 36 seasons, Jerry Howarth has retired from being the Jays radio yeah, voice commentator. Wow, eh? It's going to be weird. It's it gonna is going to be weird. Staying on the Blue Jays, uh, Blue Jays will retire Roy Halladay's number 32 on opening day, and they will also wear a number 32 commemorative patch in Holiday's honor this season. Nice. Yeah. So, you Darvish, he's getting paid. Yeah, I saw he that. He signed a six-year, $126 million deal with the Chicago Cubs. Mm. Now, I thought this... Uh, Finally, from a slow, slow free yeah. agency, right? That nobody was getting signed. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, Est- I don't know if you remember Esteban Loiza. No. Pitcher? Uh, well, he's been arrested for transporting 44 pounds... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually 44 is, pounds of cocaine and heroin. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you're going to do some time. Narcos. And I found this one really interesting. That's what Keep happens when you watch Narcos. You yeah. get all excited. He's like, oh, i got to do it. Uh, Lewis, do you believe in time travel? No, but I saw a couple weird videos of people who said that they have. Well, it's a thing. Because <laughs> uh, a man named Noah claims he is from 2030. And he took his claim a step closer by passing the lie detector test he was wow. issued. He claims many things, including Trump being reelected, robots will be able to run a household alone in the near future, Bitcoin will be heavily relied on in the near future, although it, he says that the, today's currency will still be used, just not as much. He claims that they found uh, cures for cancer in the future, and also claims that the president in 2030 is, named, is a lady named Lana Remicki. Wow. He also claims that North America is now more tropical. Uh, and Europe has cooled off substantially due to global warming. When he was asked about his age, he says he's 50, but looks very young. And then he said, well, it's because there's drugs in the future that help rejuvenate people. This is why I look tw- <laughs> like I'm 25. Well, wow, that sounds great. <laughs> um, so whatever drugs this guy's on, <laughs> I'm interested in trying because you know what, that guy's got a fantastic some imagination. Hope for the future, huh? Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was pretty I hope funny it's and true. pretty cool. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I hope it's true. We shall see. All right. So that's it for the news. I thought oh, that yeah, last that one was, was great. Funny. Yeah, that was a great way to end it, man. That was probably your best news segment yet Thanks. to date. Thanks, man. Um, okay, so it's everybody's favorite, favorite segment. It's real live. Lewis and Gary. Yeah. You want 
go first? Sure. So mine's a little bit different uh, today. I thought, you know, people want to should get to know us with real life. And uh, so one way of getting to know somebody is knowing the decisions they would make. So I'm going to give you two options. Yeah. And you're going to give me your choice and a fat and just a quick reason. Just a quick reason. So I'm going to okay. give you two options and there's going to be a bunch of different options here. So here, if you had to choose one, you have to choose one. Okay. So the first one is Leafs or Bruins? Like, who, who do I prefer? Who, who are you going to choose? Yeah. Leafs or Bruins? Leafs. Why? Uh, I like the way they're going with their young talent. Okay. Gretzky or Lemieux? Ooh. Lemieux. Why? I felt Lemieux was a better player. It just uh, more injuries. Complete. Yeah. More complete. Injuries helped, uh, didn't, uh, didn't help him out. Okay. Matthews or McDavid? McDavid. Why? Uh, the guy's got a speed. He's a speed. He's got a speed. He's got a speed. He's, he's a speed fast. demon. He's the, guy's, the guy's he's just he's a fantastic player. Kay. All around. It's a, it's kind of like No, it's not. Never mind. Okay. Just carry on. <laughs> Tavares or Crosby right now on your team. Who you want? Tavares. Yeah. Why? He's Portuguese. <laughs> so um, that's it. One one box. He's Portuguese and uh I feel like Crosby's kind of a little bit on the decline right now. Mm. Okay. Dowdy or Burns on your team right now? <laughs> Dowdy. Burns is more of an offensive player, and they're actually looking to move him to forward. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was pretty um, cool. Doughty's a, I actually had this argument uh, with a guy. He said that Burns and PK were the best 2D man. Yeah. No. I think D- uh, Doughty's like the best two-way player. Mm. Okay. Roy or, or Roy? Wah or Broder? Patrick Wah. All day? All day. Why? Uh, he was a former Hab. Uh, That's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, Claude Julien or Michel Therrien? Claude Julien. <laughs> Why? Claude Julian's won a cup. Okay. Uh, Subban or Weber? <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking Weber in his prime. Okay. Uh, Gomez or DeHarnay? <laughs> on your team right now. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to take Gomez. <laughs> Gomez was, uh, he had a great few years in New <laughs> few Jersey. Years. Okay. Biggie or Tupac? Ooh, fuck. Uh, I'm more of a lyrical guy, so I'm going with Tupac. All right. Backstreet Boys or sync. Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Why? Uh, Better hits? Come on. Cooler people? Okay. Yeah. Smoked meat or roast beef? Smoked meat. Oh, yeah. All day. Yeah. It doesn't even need Schwartz. a reason. Okay. Shout out Schwartz. Poutine or Supreme Fries? Putin. Putin? Yeah. Okay. Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Coca-Cola better? Yeah, Why? I feel like Pepsi has too much a little bit more sugar and I don't okay. I'm not I, I don't want diabetes. And we'll end it with blonde or dark beer. Blonde or dark beer? Yeah. Uh more of a blonde. Oh, you like blondes, do you? No. Well, my women I like uh I don't know. Brunettes. What do you consider Amanda? <laughs> I don't know. She she changes her hair color, so. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I, I like to switch it up. Women these days, huh? Women. You know, you... Okay, cool. That was mine. All right. Nice. What you got for me? That was uh that was yeah, good. Switch it up. All right, with uh, Valentine's Day, I, I kind of put together uh, like a date thing. Um, so you're at the movie theater, and uh, you're walking up. Is there a specific area that you like to sit? So top, middle, front, left, middle, or right side of the row? Uh, I, I like to always be try and keep it as middle as possible. Yeah, um, centered with the screen. Right, yeah, and I don't like, to, I like to be like middle, middle. Like, okay. as, you know, middle, so middle, middle, middle. Yeah. So, you know, the top rows of seats. Yeah. I like to be in the top rows of seats, but in the middle of the top rows of seats, 
in the middle. You're probably like 10 rows down from the top. Uh, maybe a little bit less. Maybe okay. like, let's say six rows. Okay. Whoa, sorry. Six rows. Realistically, say, two rows yeah. won't do much. So middle, middle. I'm a middle guy. And also, um, if it's a packed theater, do you leave a one seat gap between another person and hope that you get the gap seat for coats and whatnot? Of course. Yeah, that, or, you're always going to try that. But. Or do you sit right beside them? Maybe snack on some of their popcorn. <laughs> grab some of their little sour <laughs> Skittles. What do you say? No, no, no. So you like give that. the seat? I, I, listen, if, I, if it's really packed, I probably will use movie theater etiquette. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you always try and sneak that one seat. Right? But what if it's, like, a good-looking girl and you go to sit beside her and then you know girls, like, they're like, why is this creep sitting beside me? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean, right? But if it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm definitely but, interested in that. Right. No, I get I get what you mean by that. That's why people yeah. leave the gap. And plus you don't it, they're the movie theaters are pretty tight. You want to yeah. give people their space, right? It's a yeah. little bit weird. So I always try and give that gap. I don't know who it benefits more, me for the coats or them, you know, to stay away from me. Yeah. Right? Just in case I yeah. Plus he yeah. smells. <laughs> yeah, he smells pretty bad. This guy farts. Yeah, all I don't the time. take a shower. I just like come from work straight to the movies. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. like to take off my shoes, too, sometimes. <laughs> you say I like to take off my shirt. I was like, what no, the fuck? No, my shoes. Yeah. RLS. I got RLS, you know? Yeah, yeah. Legs move a lot. So, restless leg syndrome. Take Case off my know. shoes. Take off my socks. <laughs> Feel at home. <laughs> All right. You know what time it is, Gibby. What time is it, Lewis? It's time for Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Sports Pick Weekly. Dang. One and one. Yeah, I win one and one as well. I gotta, I gotta gain some ground. You can't. I'm the GOAT. Okay, so I chose Chicago, Minnesota. Uh, Chicago, I chose Chicago to win. Oh, sorry, Minnesota to win. Minnesota won 3 nothing against Chicago, so that was my one win. I chose Calgary to beat the Rangers. Rangers won 4-3. Goddamn. No scores were correct. I went 1-1. <laughs> one <and> one. Okay. <laughs> uh, my new picks, I'll just drop them for you quick. Philly, Columbus. I'm taking Columbus to beat Philly 4-2. to Brian Elliott is out, so... Yeah, backup goalie. Trying I think to pat your yeah, stats. Yeah, I need this. No problem. Uh, and then New Jersey, again, another... Injured team. They got a lot of injuries. They're starting to squeak down. I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs. So I got them versus Tampa. Tampa to beat them five to three. Okay. Um, <clears throat> last week I had New Jersey Columbus. I chose Columbus four one. Columbus won six one. So there's my win. And then Dallas Chicago. I chose Chicago three two. Dallas won four two. So now I am 2014 and two. And then for my new picks, I went Florida, Calgary. I chose Calgary to win 5 2. And then I tried to challenge myself. I uh, went to. Finally. I went to. <laughs> shut up. I've gotten, I've gotten some good picks. <laughs> now you've been then, hot. You've been hot. And then I. Thanks. And then Thank I went to uh, Toronto, Pittsburgh. I'm choosing Toronto 3 1. All right. And that's it for us. Uh, okay. That sounds great. Guys, um, enjoy your chocolates. I wish you bad luck because I need to start gaining ground. I'm 16, 18, and 1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, I was just uh, telling our listeners to enjoy the chocolate on their and their loving. Yeah, and don't buy love. cheap chocolates. Buy yeah, the good don't ones. Don't cheap out. Okay, buy Ferrero good ones. Rocher's, yeah, you know, those Lind, kinds of stuff. chocolate, Lindor, 
whatever it is. Yeah, don't cheap buy out, the good boys. stuff. Don't buy the cheap stuff. Um, yeah, have a happy V Day. You're not probably they're gonna be listening the, to this the next day anyway. Yeah, so. but it's just a general whatever. happy ha- happy have a happy V weekend. Yes. Oh. Uh, also, don't forget to listen to all of our lineup of podcasts, Habs 360 um, from the Press Box. Habs Unfiltered's got a new episode on the way, and we'll be back uh, next week as well. And don't forget, trade <laughs> deadline, we'll be doing uh, a special. We'll be doing trade comment videos, so when trades come, we will give our video and we'll give our uh, thought our thoughts on it. Uh, and then we'll also end it with a podcast, so stay tuned for that. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, guys, enjoy your day. Thanks for, if you stuck around the whole time and you didn't fall asleep, well, hey. See thank you, you later. Oh, and leave comment on the iTunes. Yeah. If you listen on iTunes, leave some comments, man. If yeah. you like us, why not? Have a listen to the podcast. You know, positive comments because I will delete them if they're not. No, I don't even know if you can do that. No. All right. See y'all later. Bye, have a great time.